Okie dokie, here we go. One, two, quattro. Karate and Garage. I'm Corey Cope. I'm Freddie Woff. This is a Kickstart Monday for February 24, 2020. That is the first time I think we've ever like set a date. Like, hey, this is what it is. Almost professional sounding. Almost professional <laughs> Almost. sounding. That's February funny. 24th, 2020. Coming at you live. <laughs> <laughs> so uh, we got a full week, including today's episode for Patreon anyway. We have a full week. <laughs> we have a our disengaged for the month of February coming out on Thursday. And on Saturday for leap year, <laughs> we yeah. the uh, the infamous silver bullet episode will be going up for our Patreon supporters. Which the long anticipated <laughs> silver bullet. Which should be quite interesting. I gotta tell you, I don't know what to expect because I'm I'm still in the murky beginnings of the edit and uh, I'm trying to I'm not make it interesting for me, but make it coherent a bit for you. Ahead. Well, because we've talked it up so much at this stage. Yeah, totally. <laughs> right. They're going to be like, yeah, we're gonna get... there better be hookers and cocaine involved <laughs> and fire trucks. We're going to get to the, we're going to get to Monday and like our, our, our Patreon supporters are going to diminish greatly. So that should be fun. Um, we've already been discussing um, your return in a couple of weeks and some new movies that we're going to finally get back to. Because we haven't, man, we haven't done a movie episode. Since Overlord, right? Since Overlord, Overlord was the last one? Yeah. God, um, that seems like, but when was that? Did we do that uh, we, in December? We snuck that in when you Or when were, it was, right after Christmas we did it, we recorded right, yeah, it. So yeah, it, was, it was 2019. In, right, right, right. We had, we had already recorded Nice Guys before you left. And right. So we had that one already loaded. And in between that, you came back for Christmas. And yeah, we did Overlord, but that has been it. So we're not going to have a chance to really do an intro for the silver bullet one because the way I've kind of in my mind, the way I've been kind of putting it together since it's not a normal movie review episode that we have silver bullet was recorded a long time ago, like a long time ago. Um, yeah. It was, was it our third thing that we recorded back when there were still birds on the earth <laughs> when, and Corona's weren't causing people to die. Sorry. Well, I don't know. I don't know if it's that old, <laughs> I'm double checking it. Um, Silver Bullet and the raw recordings were is it like March seventh. Oh yeah, March seventh, dude. This is going up almost a year to the date of recording it. Boom, 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 boom. Uh, you know, all good things are worth waiting for, <laughs> or not. Well, the, the Patreon community will decide <laughs> what's worth it. Or not. Hopefully, we get three out of four thumbs up. Well, we got a couple of people that. Um, support us on Patreon that had not seen the movie before and uh, they've seen it recently this week actually this past weekend like I said it, at the raw time is 3 hours and 14 minutes and uh, I think it might be around 2.45 I'm still also trying to work out um, 
uh, being able to host this on our normal hosting service. That way, when we post it on Patreon, it's just a link, but you can still download it inside the app if you want to. And that will allow us to not have to split the episode up in two parts because Patreon has a limitation. So this week, I've been busy with work and trying to get, you know, dig through the murky water of my accident and the kind of pieces you pick up from that crap. Um, we had some sporting events that's happened. Again, I know you, some of you people don't care about the sports, but some of you do. Crazy thing happened yesterday in the NHL. Every town has an emergency backup list for the NHL. For goaltenders, that's just their local guy has a little bit of skill and is willing to step in for either team. So the, the thing is, if you got, you know, you got your standard um, starting backup goaltenders and starting goaltenders and the backup goaltenders for each team. So you've got four goaltenders. If one of those teams loses a player, um, loses both goaltenders or one goaltender, that emergency usually comes in and serves as a backup and sits on the bench just in case there's an injury or anything like that. Well, what happened yesterday with, with the Carolina Hurricanes, they lost both of their goaltenders, their starting and their backup. Like injury or or like the, for, through injuries they lost them? I'm not 100% sure. Uh, one of them happened. had the shits. Oh, that's possible. Drink a, too, drink a Corona you, you at halftime. <laughs> right. <laughs> the Zamboni driver for the Toronto Maple Leafs AHL team, the Marlies, um, was the emergency backup. Carolina stepped in and uh, they used the, the basically the third string goaltender for AHL and AHL, but was probably further down than that. He stepped in for the Carolina Hurricane, a team he's never played for, but he has faced. That his the Toronto Maple Leafs. He's a now opponent. He's faced these guys because he practices with them. He beat oh wow. Them. He stepped in as emergency goaltender, and he helped the Carolina Hurricane beat the Toronto Maple Leafs last night six to three. Rad. A a a forty two year old man <laughs> stepped in. Uh, I don't I don't I don't know if he zamboned the ice in between periods, but they <laughs> didn't have to do who stepped in for him is what I was going to ask. <laughs> well, um, is it? he's a Zamboni, I hope to, dri- yeah, the Zamboni driver for the AHL team. So he I hope to yeah, God. Yeah, I hope to God. He looks like the Hanson brothers, like all three of them, like little pieces of all three of them. And he rides it, drives a Zamboni. He when you see this guy, his name's David Aries. That's A Y R E S, and this has been the talk of everybody in Toronto. Like, oh, how embarrassing it was to lose, and then all the other Canadian teams fans are like laughing at. Oh, look at Toronto. <laughs> you guys lost with the with an emergency backup, a forty two year old Zamboni driver. Yeah, good lord, impressive. Yes, I've never seen an emergency goaltender have to step in in that fashion. I've seen him step in, like I said, as the backup goaltender, but never a situation like that. And usually during the playoffs, too, I think most goaltender, most of teams in the playoffs, um, can't. They're allowed to carry as many people as they want. The roster isn't limited, so sometimes they'll carry three goaltenders or they'll call one up just in case, just so they have right. what they need. They don't have to wait for anybody, and they don't have to turn to somebody like David Aries. <laughs> David Aries. It was a pretty crazy story, and uh, I don't know if it was really neat. Like It's one thing, to, like I said, it's the rarity of stepping in and having to do that because usually you don't. You usually just sit on the bench, and it happens. Yeah, right. Was it like when Lucas, when they brought in Corey Haim? <laughs> Segwaying no. into Silver yeah. Bullet. <laughs> <laughs> Silver what? Silver <laughs> bullet. Oh, silver bullet. Okay. Silver bullet. Is it, you know, that remember was. that kid, Corey Haim? Yeah. Glasses, Corey Haim. 
he was, uh, you know, he was part of the infamous duo, the uh, Corys. Corys. <laughs> Let me be fair about something real quick. You know, David Aries didn't get the start. You know, he was there, um, and um, both goaltenders came in. Both and Peter Mrazek and James Reimer both came and played. Reimer only made one save. Mrazek made one save on 14 shots, and then that's kind of when everything changed. <laughs> but the thing is, the way it works in the NHL is, which who whatever goaltender is on the ice when the game-winning goal is scored, they either get the win or the loss. So if somebody came in with a tie two-two and you and you won, then you get the win, even though you, all you have to be out there is the game-winning game goal, and then you get the credit for the win or the loss. And that's why right. he, that's why you got credit for the win. He allowed, I mean, he allowed two goals in each shot. So let's be honest here; he wasn't a stellar effort. He came in and just did his job, but he did it for twenty-eight minutes dude and that's dude that's a third of a game i mean it's half of a of a game of on ice nhl yeah. hockey and that's crazy but that's what says a lot about how carolina handled the toronto maple leafs they limited eight shots on this the backup emergency backup goaltender for 28 minutes and 41 seconds that's insane dude that's yeah wow i mean as a whole carolina did great you know, on defense because they limited the 23 total shots in the entire game, which is a lot. And then at the other end, they were peppering Toronto, the the, the Toronto goaltender with 41 shots. I'm sorry, 47 shots. So it's like, it wasn't, <laughs> it's pretty crazy. Anyway, yeah, that's why. So, so congratulations to David Ayers for, uh, for being the talk of the hockey world for 24 hours. Cause that's, yeah, man. that's a pretty cool that's thing. That's great. Because now everything switches back over to trade deadline, which is today at noon, being Monday at noon, not Sunday at noon when we're recording this. This is the this is the latest, closest to release we've ever recorded one of these, isn't it? Yes, I think so. Uh, yeah, yeah I, I couldn't. Uh, this is the first day I could squeeze it in. Like yesterday, I thought about it, but I was like, "Fuck," because I had to drive an hour, no, an hour to get to work, and then um, I just had a bunch of shit to do, man. You know, yeah. When you popped in, boats working in both, yeah, you had you had boat, you had boating affairs, you had some, yeah, some other stuff. I again, I don't know. What we can yeah, talk about. there's lots of big. There was lots of there's a lot of shit going on yesterday, and a lot of moving parts to deal with before call, and uh, you know, God damn it, <laughs> it's just a long day, man. Yeah, but it's over. And, you know, two days off before we uh, get into the last week of shooting. Last week. Yeah, Dude, man. I feel like I've been on this thing forever. Like, <laughs> doesn't it seem like I started in 2008? There's somebody asked me, he's like, hey, how come you guys have any new episodes? I mean, I got the Kickstarter. But and I said, look, you know what our schedule's like. <laughs> you know, multiply that times 20, and that's what you're dealing with. So, like, oh, I'm not complaining. I'm just looking forward to more episodes. I'm like, well, you'll get five, them. $5 to Patreon. You're going to get two new episodes this week. <laughs> yeah, man. Five bucks. You can hear us talk about some really good shit. Yes. So and Silver Bullet. <laughs> <laughs> it's Silver Bullet. <laughs> and Silver Bullet as a bonus. Another quick thing, too, in, in sports last night, uh, we had a Deontay Wilder and Tyson Fury round two matchup, and it didn't go so well for uh, the bronze bomber. <laughs> Bomb squad got diffused is what I like to say. <laughs> exactly. Bomb squad! This, yeah, this fight went so much longer than it should have, um, and eventually what happened was Deontay Wilder's camp in the corner, they threw the towel in. I, it's so rare these days to see 
Yeah, well, you know, corner do something like that, but it was coming close anyway. If he if he didn't happen, the ref was the ref was getting close, dude. He was getting really close to calling it. His corner man, Mark Breland, right? You know, he was an Olympian. He was on the Olympic squad with Pernell Whitaker and Alexander Holyfield in '84. He know he knew, man. I mean, I think that you know, ex fighters know when their guy is done. I mean, I, they could have thrown the towel in the previous round. I thought after reviewing it all this morning kind of in a haze but they you know Bre- i think breland may have been in a fu- in a war back when he was champion in the late 80s early 90s that he was getting hammered in his corner kind of let it go on and he was kind of never the same after that so you know i think that probably played i know that wilder was mad and thought his corner you know didn't give him a fighting chance but he was finished man yeah it was By- the whole thing, the whole fight was so, I mean, you knew it was coming. Fury came out, <laughs> out of the tunnel, on top of shoulders, on a, on a throne, just being carried across the arena. Dude. And to one of the best song choices I've ever heard at a boxing event. He came out to Patsy Cline's crazy. <laughs> I just well, thought that was so fucking great. You know, he is kind of crazy. Uh, I, yeah. Dude, he is good theater. Like, he is WWE all wrapped into, you know. I mean, dude, he's like Brad Pitt. He's like a pikey <laughs> gypsy. And, I mean, he's... I, 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 I thoroughly enjoy watching him fight. And I thoroughly enjoy him watching him do anything. And isn't he, hasn't he been guesting on uh, with WWE wrestling over yeah. the last sort of six months there's a storyline there but i mean you know he brings a lot of theatrics whether they're planned or unplanned i feel like they're genuine (laughs) you know what i mean Um, and uh yeah good for him man i mean he came in and he did what he wanted you know he did what he said he was gonna do and i think everybody he was an underdog i made 480 bucks on two bets um so awesome yeah, man. Uh, good times. I didn't see the fight live, obviously, because I was at work. But saw we saw it was on. So, but I was in and out, and nobody could really sit. But they were showing it where we were. It's kind of staged. Uh, yeah, man. And uh, and and it was so great. It was a great way to close the fight too, because after he won, got on the mic and addressed the crowd a little bit. Then he started to serenade him to to American Pie, dude, which I thought was pretty great. I mean, you. You says a lot. You start off with a classic like Patsy Cline and that song, dude. Come on. Right. And then you close it with American Pie, two Americana style songs. Like, I mean, from the from the songbook, dude, straight up, both of them. And yeah. he just Oh yeah, like you said, he's he's great theater and it was I mean the other thing is is I mean he also uh, Tyson suffers from uh, mental health issues. He's I think he's bipolar. Um, you know, he goes through his ups and downs. Sure. Uh, but you know, I mean, good for him. And he he talks about it. He's not it's not something he hides or shies away from. Uh, he's very public about it and uh, you know, he's learning he's learned to function with it and you know, like he said, he said he has his ups and downs and you know, and good for him. It's 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 also it's not just a good boxing story. It's just a good it's a good people human being story. Um, so man, good for him. The Gypsy King is the new undisputed, undefeated heavyweight title holder. Da, da, da. Yeah, so it, and I got four hundred eighty dollars to buy DVDs or Blu-rays. <laughs> exactly. Go spend that shit today. That's, that's what I was thinking to myself. I'm like, oh man, that's. 
$500 in your pocket on a day off is that's some, <laughs> and right? I, I know there's one spot, at least one spot that you've hit quite a bit while you were there. And oh yeah. You were, you were kind enough to pick up uh, the nude bomb for me and send that along like very early in your, your stay out there. And I, oh man, I've, I've been, I still haven't watched it yet. I'm like, as soon as I think about it, I'm going to watch it. I'm like, oh no, I, I almost like a, I want to be in the perfect state of mind to watch it. Cause the nude bomb is. You could get you can get super bummed because Don Adams didn't you know go out on top the way he should have towards the end of right. his career and so and that was right in the middle of I still can't believe he made this movie back then you know it and I saw the scene in the theater and it movie meant so much to me because it was like uh, because I used to watch Get Smart on TV with my dad all the time it was one of those ones it's just like the Universal Monster stuff and. The Abbott and Costello and Laurel and Hardy and the Three Stooges, all that stuff means so much to me. And like, yes, it's nostalgic kind of thing because of my my time with my dad when he would work overnights for Skunk Works for Lockheed and then come home and we'd watch these things in the morning. And it was like, uh, you know, it's a staple for me, but it's not just that because those things are, they're fucking funny. <laughs> no, didn't they cut Barbara Feldon? She's not in it, right? Like they, they didn't, there's no 99 in it because they thought she was too old and not sexy enough. So they, uh, right. They filled it yeah. full of like models who couldn't act or something. I, I remember seeing it in a theater as well, but I don't really remember much about it other than I was extremely let down even as a kid because right. I adored the show. And then I was like, Oh, that wasn't very good, <laughs> but I'm, you know, I, I've always wanted to sort of, you know, after I, after Kino released it and then I picked it up for you, I was like, fuck, one of these days I'm going to get around to watching that again. Cause I mean, you know, maybe it's better as an adult. Maybe I just didn't get a lot of it. So you'll have to let me know uh, what you think after you watch it. Yeah. There, there's a, there's a whole bunch of different agents in there. And I think um, they even make a reference to 99 being something happened or I think I, I don't, I don't recall. It's been, like I said, it's been a while since I've seen it. But there's so many, oh man, God, there's so many great things in there. The bummer is, you know, you know, Dana Elkar playing the chief was kind of like, I mean, he's cool and everything, but. But he's not the chief. Come he's on. not the chief, man. I need my, I need my Ed Platt, man. But Ed Platt had passed away right between the end of yeah, the series yeah. and the movie, yeah. And I'm, I can't recall off the top of my head. I'm pretty sure it was lung cancer or some kind because he was a big smoker. Yeah, but no, it's a really fun one, and I'm I'm looking forward to to getting around to it. And uh, it's because there's so many great people in it, like Norman Lloyd's in it too, playing Carruthers. It's like there's so many. Oh my gosh! And if you're familiar with the Get Smart TV show, there's tons of throwbacks to it. Is and Super it Dave Oz, does Super Dave Osborne show up in it? Um, I want to say he's in it at some point because he was in the series, right? He was uh, he was a semi regular in the series. Yeah, yeah. Always uh, uh, oh, hiding uh, in a Joy, mailbox. Uh, Joy, yeah, Joey Foreman comes up a lot for eight playing Agent Thirteen, which is the first time he shows up. That's that's the best, dude. Agent Agent Thirteen. Um, for those of you that aren't familiar with it, he was the one that always show up randomly in some really small area that no human being could fit in. Right. <laughs> Trash like can, a, a trash can, mailbox, yeah. <laughs> so, so, and on the series, I mean, seriously, if you don't have the Get Smart DVD box set, you need to buy it. I bought it for my dad years ago when it finally came off of, you know, just used to just be Time Warner Classics right. or some whatever mail order thing it was, and it finally came off that. Showed up at, at Costco, and I think I scored it for like a hundred bucks or something like that. It was. This is this is a show created by Carl Reiner and Mel Brooks. That's all you need to know about it, and it's, it's gold, man. You had you had 
Mel Brooks and Carl Reiner at a time when nobody really knew who they were. They were TV guys. They're, I don't even think, no, I don't think Mel had done a feature film yet, had he? Had the producers come out yet? No, I don't think so. Oh, yeah, because that's right, because they both wrote for Sid Caesar, the Sid Caesar show. Producers was 67. So there you go. Wow. 1967. Anyway, so yeah, I still have to get to that. Um, but on the movie front, I know you did some time uh, in a theater seat last week. Oh, yeah, man. I uh, God, I saw a lot. I think we were talking. I left. I went and saw I saw VFW. Um, it was the hometown screening here in Dallas. So, uh, you know, <clears throat> lots of cast and crew locals. Then also, that you know, there were some of the actors from the film who were from L.A. were actually here. Um Let's see who I mean. There were they brought in. A, there was a bunch of vets. Uh, you know, a lot of it, they opened the opened the movie up. You know, if veterans of foreign wars. It was you know free screening. There was like a nice tribute to the vets here in Dallas in the Dallas area. You know, there's lots of crossover uh, crew people from uh, both shows they're shooting here, Till Death and Seventh Day, um, who were also all worked on VFW. Including, um, you know, some of the actors. Uh, Stephen Lang it wasn't here, but uh, he's also uh, he did a nice intro. Um, you know, they did a little. I think they were they must have recorded it. I want to say the same day they recorded the movie corrupt episode, because right. um, it was that week. So yeah, and then uh, as part of a double feature, right after that uh, was from Dust Till Dawn, which I hadn't seen for ages. Which was, yeah, man, and it was a nice pairing, man. They, they're, they, you know, a lot of similarities. Um, so, yeah, that was fun. And then Sunday night, uh, SMU from the vault uh, presented Night of the Comet at the Texas Theater, which oh, I'm going to say I don't think I'd ever seen on a big screen. I, I don't think I saw it back in the day. Or maybe I did, uh, but it's it'd been forever. The last time I ever remember seeing it was probably... You know, I think when Shout was on Shout TV for a while, and I almost picked up the Blu-ray, uh, but it was a VHS staple for both of us, I'm sure, yep. uh, as kids. So there was that, um, and then the week just kind of went berserker, and <laughs> uh, I was tried. I was going to try to see the Lodge last week, last Monday, right. um, didn't make it, um, and then man, then all hell broke loose, <clears throat> and we went into splits. We were in splits all week. Uh, yeah, man. So, you know, I think our call was 11 a.m. on Tuesday, and it just got later and later and later and later. Yeah. So, like I said, yesterday was 5 p.m., and we wrapped at 6 a.m., and by the time we got cleaned up and drove back, I got back to my apartment at 8 a.m., and I slept until about eight minutes before... You texted me. <laughs> I was like, is this fucking time already? Because my clock is set. I have one clock here that I keep set uh, for California time so that when I wake up, you know, I don't fucking start calling people at fucking four in the morning or, yeah. you know, whatever. Or if something happens and somebody calls me, I kind of know if it's from California and I realize that it's, you know, 4 a.m. that it's probably something not good. So, uh, of course not. yeah, but yeah, I mean, that, none of that's happened. I just, I keep a clock. I keep one in Central Time and then one in uh, West Coast Time. But um, I will be going to the movie trading company this afternoon with Aaron Kshalis because he's like, dude, if you go again, you have to take me. Because <laughs> like, he's been a couple times with me. Uh, but because he, he saw that I was, uh, 
he's like when he when I won the first thing he said to my when he when I told him I won money last night one uh, Jason Sudeikis is, is uh, his guy Chip was like, "Did you win money?" And I'm like, "Yeah, dude." He's like, "How much?" And I was like, four hundred eighty. He's like, "Freddie's buying drinks." And then uh, <laughs> that's what I was gonna text you last night. I'm like, "Drinks on you, right?" Yeah, totally. And then uh, Aaron's like, "He's like, no, I know you're gonna spend all your money at the movie trading company, <laughs> but you better take me." Um, so at, at some point today, we'll probably uh, make our way over there. Um, I'm gonna. I was gonna try to maybe go see the Invisible Man today. Uh, I just don't know if I have the. I'm not in a really headspace to go sit in a dark theater because I think I might nod off. Take a um, nap, right? I didn't read any reviews or anything about the movie because I just kind of want to. I mean, oh wait a second here. I mean, we just not out yet. Or is it, is it next Friday? No, I mean, it's, I'm, not, it's that's this Thursday and Friday. Yeah, it's the 29th. Okay, or yeah. 28th. 20, yes, yeah. 28th. I don't know, man. Like time. Yeah, I have no uh, no concept of. I keep seeing ads and I'm just like, what day is today? The problem, I think the problem is too, is like I get, I forget release dates because, because Green and I were texting yesterday and he was going to see it before they saw Love Hate because like he and Lynch went to go see Love Hate last night. It's, it's like, I've heard Invisible Man so much from people we know all week, so I kept thinking it was out and it's not. Not till this week. So there. No one wants to go up against Sonic the Hedgehog, man. No, man. Sonic is just chewing up the box office. Just chewing um, it up. Chewing it up. <laughs> um, God, there was something I was going to say. Um, it had to do with a movie that perhaps some of our peeps haven't seen yet but should see. God damn it. What was it? Now I don't remember. Well, I will I will yammer some about some movie talk. Uh, you know, during the Christmas break, Joey and I started doing this midnight movie club where he and I would stay up late and watch movies. And uh, we were, you know, went through the Mission Impossible movies, you know, uh, and um, we re- it came back this week and uh, we watched two movies. We watched uh, John Wick. I let him watch John Wick. <laughs> and Friday night we watched Tremors. Now, I don't think I told you we watched it, but we did. So uh, he loved it. He was like, let's just put it this way. At the end of Tremors, he sees on the screen, kind of going through digital, because I think we were watching on Netflix. He goes, there's two more? I'm like, no, there are five more. <laughs> he goes, I want to watch them now. I'm like, well, you know, watch them later. So he, I love that he totally bought into the whole thing, and he had no clue what it was about, which would made it even more fun. Right. How hard is that to do now for that generation of kids? They want they want to see everything. Joey watches every walkthrough in video games before he ever plays them. I'm like, isn't the whole point of playing them is to play them to have fun playing them? But I'm never going to understand that whole thing. I you know I don't I'm not the guy that uses a cheat book you know to to get through stuff. I'm like, if I get stuck in a video game, like really stuck, yeah, I'll turn to find out that thing so I can keep going. But he's part of the generation where they watch YouTube and people get advanced copies of games and they do full walkthroughs. I'm like, but after you've seen that, then what's the point of playing? You know, it's not like playing Madden or playing NHL you know 20 where it's always different. You know, because you, you do something different, then they're going to be more reactive. There's only so many things you can do in a video game. So and if you watch a walkthrough and everybody does, you see what everybody has to do to get through it, then why play it? But that's his thing. But no, we had a good time watching that, uh, both those. But he immediately went to watch John Wick again. So those of you out there listening on Patreon, you may or may not hear many reviews of Joey and I getting on the mic talking after we watched a movie. 
we might do a little test run on Tuesday when he and I are hanging out to just to see how it sounds just for just for bonus. You're not paying for it. It's just kind of here. Listen to it. That's I think cool. he's, I think he's more nervous about getting in front of a mic. And so I'm not going to let him wear headphones. I'm just going to because he'll get into his own head of how he sounds. And at 13, you can imagine how uh, how insecure you are about your voice and the way it sounds. <laughs> so I don't want to. I don't want to burn that bridge because I think he, he wants to do it. He wants to have fun with it. So, but no, he loved Tremors and he wants to watch the other sequels, which is gosh, man, as recent as 2018, there was a sequel, um, not including the, the TV movie that I wish that pilot would see the light of day. I don't understand why it's not out there. Cause why, why shoot a pilot for the Tremors TV show that you want to bring back and you got Kevin Bacon in it. Why wouldn't you release it? Just put it out there. Who cares? Yeah. Do you remember that? Wasn't there a Tremors TV series for a while? A really terrible one. <laughs> yeah, yeah, it wasn't very good at all. And I don't even, I don't even know if one single person from the movies was in it. Not even they couldn't even get Michael Gross to be in it. No, yeah. Uh, and what's funny is that TV movie I referred to, that pilot that Kevin Bacon did recently, a couple of years ago. Um, that was the only Tremors entry in anywhere in the Tremors universe, except for that one TV show you mentioned that Michael Gross was not in. In the movie, he wasn't part of the cast. He's always been the forefront hunter in, in all those movies. And I haven't seen that very last one. I think the very last one is involved them in water. They have they've they've changed and they can work around in water now, which was. But Joey's excited about watching them. But there you go. A thirty year old movie can still have an effect on a thirteen year old kid. Right. Yeah. Totally. That's awesome, man. Yeah. I mean, uh, yeah. I, I, it's funny, man. I I I really enjoy. I don't have kids, but I really do enjoy like turning people on to fucking movies for the first time and just sort of like, cause half the people, you know, half the crew, the producers and stuff and the DPs like, you know, like Matt, I love Matt Mitchell, our DP. He's Matt's mm-hmm. probably 36 and I was singing, uh, <laughs> they laugh cause I sing all the time man. I turned into that kind of crazy fucking person. Uh, right. and I was singing, uh, Jesus don't want me for a sunbeam. And <laughs> Matt's like, <laughs> Hey man, are you is that are you singing that from the Madonna or from the Nirvana Unplugged record? And I was like, yeah. He's like, dude, that's Desert Island for me. I, the first time I heard that, I was ten, and I was like, oh, good god. <laughs> the first time I heard it, I was twenty four. Um, so, but yeah, it's uh, you know, and I, I was, it was like, yeah, it was it was just funny. Uh, but uh, again, we've shared a lot of we've seen we we've all like movie clubbed a bunch of movies here, like you know, seventies stuff like rolling thunder like i told like i talked about before but it's been fun man and it's it must be totally just a kick like to watch with you know like joey who's you know super like you know i just we, we should we should all three watch we gotta pick something and watch it uh now oh, we'll, yeah we'll talk about what that movie could be because that could be totally fun we could do a commentary dude we should do a live commentary with joey watching something and right. you and i could basically <laughs> just watch him and react to what he's doing during the movie. That's, I'm telling you, when I see movies with him, I, I try not to look at him when we're watching it because I don't want to, I don't want to give self-conscious. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. I don't want to give him a tell that something's coming up because yeah, he no, does no, that. Totally. If he sees him, if he sees a movie before I do, I could just feel him turn and look at me, which don't do that. You're ruining stuff. I know something's coming now. Like that was what we, how we were doing during crawl. I was like intentionally not looking at him, just kind of like trying to stay focused on the movie, but I wanted to watch him jump. So I said, all right, next time I'm going to set the GoPro up. <laughs> I'm just going to let it sit on you so I can enjoy that later, but still enjoy the movie at the same time. 
Now it, it's yeah, we should definitely that'd be fun when we can do that because I know we got a list of stuff to do and and I think that maybe that would that would be the fun thing and if it, we'll pick us something that's thirty years old, some something from the sense we're going to be doing that all year going. That came from 1990. I still, I don't know what it was, but how can I be okay last year and saying, yeah, Fight Club's 20 years old, but I can't deal with the fact that Tremors is 30. I, it's the same numbers. You know what I mean? It's, I, I know it's 10 years older, but I just, I don't know, just weird. I have a hard time. I was 30 when, when Fight Club came out. So now I can sit there and say Tremors is 30 years old. I'm like, good gods. I was 20 when I saw that shit. Yeah, I was 20. It came out just before I turned 21. What I loved about because you and I knew something about the movie because the TV ads weren't showing too much, but they showed more than Joey saw. Oh, yeah. he saw nothing. And, I mean, I didn't hesitate because, you know, Netflix has that stupid preview thing that comes up when you sit on the thumbnail too long. I turn yes. that off, by the way. It's a new function. You can turn that shit off, Oh, can you? Great. Thank God, dude, because that yeah. shit. Like, sometimes I just... I, I I just want to like scroll through things slow, I, I, but I don't, I don't need a, I don't need a trailer or an explanation. I just kind of like I'm trying to read, and then it, like it just it's irritating. So I didn't know you could turn that off, but that's good. Right. So you're back in a couple of weeks. I think we're finally gonna have a new like new recorded episode that was actually not a kickstart and something that was recorded in the last five months. Um, because stolen. When did we do stolen? We did that back September. The disengaged. We did it so long ago. It was one. It was right after I got back from uh, from New Orleans. So it was sometime. Oh, was it, Jesus, was that far back? Yeah, because we didn't. We did it after I got back from New Orleans. We didn't do it before. Oh my gosh! Oh, dude, we did it on. We did it on nine eleven, man. Yeah, September. Mm-hmm. Anyway, so we've been talking about uh, what's upcoming, and we were not going to give you specific dates because you know, right? D- d- <laughs> dates and times are subject to change in our world. Yeah, but um, we're finally getting around to Blind Fury. It's uh, that's a uh, Mario's request back when Patreon supporters were picking our movies. Yeah, so man, we, we owe him Blind Fury. We're both, Plus, I think we both kind of we kept putting it off because I think we were still wanting, and I think we still want to do Rucker Howard retrospect Rucker tribute. Yeah, so and it and we we were for about to. But the good thing about this is we cover Blind Fury now. We can cover in a you know a fourth movie, uh, you know that we a fifth movie, as you say, when we get down to do the record hour, I, I think. But oh, we'll, yeah. we'll figure that out. Um, we uh, we're gonna do body bags. I said body bags, I didn't mean body. You mean parts. body I parts? Meant, but I meant body parts, not body bags. Yeah, we can't ever talk about body bags. It makes me almost not like John Carpenter. It's so bad. Um, that's not <laughs> true. Too? But it's Grease too. Grease cool, too. Cool okay. writer. Something happened last we're week. Gonna, it's on gonna Twitter. be a musical episode. We've talked yeah because we've talked about <laughs> I've I'm I'm on the search for karaoke tracks and one of the reasons why this if when this comes in March it will be the the, the very last release date March it might always, it might go off the normal release date of Thursday it might go out on thirty first just so I can have enough time so we can sound as good as we possibly can sound and not like <laughs> drive people off the road but that so well yeah there's gonna be some some amount of singing in there. Right now, all I can find so far is that Cool Rider is the only karaoke track I can find. So, um, I know it's a I know it's a female singing, but I don't care. We can work that out. Uh, I, I'm trying to find reproduction. I'm trying to find score tonight. I'm trying to find uh, Prowlin. Right? Mm-hmm. <laughs> Something happened a week, last week or the week before where somebody 
on Twitter made a reference to Grease 2 being better than Grease and the songs are better. And I'm like almost like word for word what I said on this show a long time ago. But we, I, I think I said that on a recording. Yeah, I, re, I said it during the very first episode we ever had for my science project. And I was like, well, somebody had, because it's almost like, it's almost like they listened to the show and then they wrote that. Cause like yeah. I've never seen anybody else ever publicly say what I said of Grease 2 being better and specifically the songs are better. So oh, yeah. I won't name, I won't name that person cause no, dude, I, I, don't, want, I don't want to, I don't want to shame him cause he agrees with me. So I wanna, when, when, you, wanna, when, when you sent me that, I was like, Oh, I thought it was like somebody was quoting you. <laughs> and I was like, Oh, no. wait. He just fucking quoted himself, plagiarist. Yeah. Uh, I don't give a <laughs> shit. No, no, I think it, I think it's cool, man. Because well, let's just let's just put yeah, this for way. sure, whatever. No, if he digs the movie, he if he likes it for the same reason that I like it, then what, it, that's all good. It's like when John Periwinkle Schmidt tried to pretend that he had written the Gettysburg Address for Lincoln. It's all bullshit. <laughs> I'm just <laughs> I don't even know what that means. Sorry. Lies throughout history. On Karate in the Garage. <laughs> <laughs> Let me tell you something. Uh, <laughs> Let's see what else did we throw in there. Oh, and uh, we have the return of fan slash filmmaker commentary. So that means we are talking about a commentary of a Freddie Woff movie. Yeah, man. Um, and uh, are we going to say what it is? Yeah, uh, no, man. Let's 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 hold. Let's not. Yeah, because it's readily available. You're not going to have to go look for it anywhere. It's easy it's, to find. It's easy to find. Also, we've been kicking around stuff. We've already decided what we're doing for October, which is pretty crazy. Um, you haven't rebutted my title, so I'm hoping <laughs> it's okay. So we're calling it Lycanthroctober. <laughs> so yeah, man. It's going to be all things lycanthrope. So you're going to have your Wolfmanish people. Yep. <laughs> Panther, panther cat people, if you want. Yeah, and are, are cat was is cat people technically lycanthrope, lycanthropy, shapeshifties. Yeah, right. Yeah, does lycanthrope yeah. strictly stick to like wolf? Maybe you know who knows. But I, yeah, there's plenty to talk about. I'm very excited yeah. about that. So we and there's five release days that month. So we are going to cover four movies, and then we're going to do one episode where we're just talking about the the lore and lycanthropes and the all the different types so that's definitely going to come into play there you know werewolves wolfmen just shapeshifters whatever so that should be a fun fun month but we're not going to talk about the movie specifically that we're covering because um i gotta say that we're at least two of them probably three of them most people haven't seen which is makes it all the more fun oh and we talked about okay we're gonna be super secretive. We're doing. We're gonna do one whole month retrospect of one particular actor that you're currently working with, and we're not gonna say his name. We'll just no. mention the. We'll just mention the four movies, and you can kind of. You can figure it out. <laughs> you can figure it out for yourself. So we're talking about Bad Moon. That's uh, Eric Red's Bad Moon. Just not to be confused, Bad Moon Rising or anything else that has the words Bad Moon in it. Right. Eddie and the Cruisers, The Philadelphia Experiment. And Streets of Fire. Good now, God. you always knew that Streets of Fire was going to get covered at some point because this is the movie that yeah. defines Freddie Woff and the Freddie Woff experience. That is correct. If you've listened to the show or if you know me, uh, you know that I am all about Streets of Fire. <laughs> and, and I will talk about it at the drop of a hat or a sledgehammer. <laughs> I'm so excited. I'm seriously so excited to see it uh, and, and, and talk about it. 
th- this movie and that and that and that particular episode may turn into a multi-part episode because I don't know if we can keep it under two hours. I don't think it's going to be possible. No, it might be. It might get stretched a bit. I mean, I'll try to behave and like you know not fucking <laughs> geek out too much. But I mean, there I, I've seen it so much. There are so many things to talk about. Like especially for people who are like, I mean, literally the 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 amount of. Uh, character actors that show up in the movie who went on to become kind of 80s staples it's 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 incredible i mean i don't want to get into it right now because i will and we're you know we're trying to keep this episode within some time parameters so it doesn't turn into a (laughs) rambling disaster for you to edit yeah man that's going to be some serious fun uh all four of those movies man i totally love them Um, and i've been i've been throwing around the the idea right now and this would be those four movies would be a just a standard movie release, but I thought maybe instead of a disengaged that month, or maybe just an extra bonus for the Patreon supporters, that we may even turn also do a Streets of Fire fan commentary to go along. Oh yeah, with that month, so we could and we yeah, I, I feel like I I feel like we could probably get a couple special guests if we wanted to have a guest for that uh, episode because I know uh, I, I don't want to say who they are because I didn't want to reach out and ask them first, but. Um, I do that movie. I can't believe how many people love that movie. Mike Coulter said to me, you ever see Streets of Fire? I love Streets of Fire. I was like, oh God, yes. Dude, yeah, seriously. I, I, I mean, people, I, people don't understand I, how influential that movie was. And dude, and if you grew up in that time, if you're the age that we were when that movie came out, there were songs in that movie yeah. that, that they were top 10 songs. They were, they, yeah. I mean that 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 album stayed top forty for a long time. It was it was, and that's back when the studios were starting to figure out. Wait, we can put music on soundtracks and sell them. Now you you weren't seeing a whole lot of it. Saturday Night Fever and Grease were anomalies at that time. Yeah, totally. You just you, you just you weren't seeing that as part of the package and of and as, as a marketing tool. Occasionally you hear one song like uh, Ice Castles, right? When Ice Castles came out. Mm-hmm. There's oh, yeah. like there's like one song for that, and then it's just the same thing with James Bond movies. There's always that new title song that was created just for oh yeah the opening title credits. <clears throat> I'd say the movie that kickstarted all that stuff in the eighties. I it just if I'm just thinking right off the top of my head, would probably be American Gigolo and Call Me was yep. the, like the you know that that was that set that sort of template that whole Giorgio Moroder. Uh, you know, I mean, it went into flash and, and then it just sort of became a thing, man. Like, you know, that's what the eighties, I, I own a ton of eighties soundtracks on vinyl, right? which I don't want to digress into, but I just picked up the soundtrack for the movie Quicksilver with Kevin Bacon Oh man, <laughs> on vinyl. That, by the way, there's, I got a double bill for you right there. Quicksilver. You know what I want to double bill it with, right? If you say Purple Crush, Riptide, or whatever with Joseph Gordon-Levitt, I'm going to kill myself. Don't kill yourself. Okay, it's good. called Premium Rush, and it is Joe, <laughs> Joseph Gordon-Levitt. But, more, more, but more importantly, it's a David Kep movie, and, and uh, it's underrated severely. And it's got Michael Shannon, dude. Come on. Yes. I told uh, you I'm, t- I'm tired, Corey. <laughs> see, see, the thing is now, you know that thing where you're so tired where you're having coffee, where you just, you're just drinking coffee to drink coffee. It's not going to keep oh, you yeah. awake. That's what I'm doing right now. I just yeah. poured a second cup while, we're be- while we've been talking, and it, it's not doing anything except for making my mouth taste like coffee. Yeah. Well, we, should, we can just close it out here if you want. <laughs> oh, yes. Before I say something that gets me like excommunicated from the film business. <laughs> So if you want to follow us on social media, you can follow Corey on Twitter at Corey Cope. 
or the official at Karate Pod, and also on Patreon at patreon.com slash K-I-T-G podcast. That's K-I-T-G-P-O-D-C-A-S-T. Uh, if you want to follow me, you can follow me at rockandrolla33 on your Instagram or at Raven Shattuck on Twitter. And if you want a little bonus stuff, take a look at uh, the Till Death movie page on Instagram. You know, you can see kind of some fun stuff, some great pictures, photos, you know, behind the scenes kind of what's going on down here in Texas, if that's your thing. I'll be sure to add that to the show notes so you guys can see all that loveliness. Um, We're still working on trying to get an Instagram account put together. That's just me being lazy and distracted with her bullshit. I'm already on Letterboxd and I'm going on the Letterboxd app under G-E-E-K-E-N-G underscore Corey. But I'm trying to get that to be something a little more (laughs) nonsensical and easier to find. Some of you already out there already follow me on there and I follow you guys as well. And yes, Letterboxd. Are you on Letterboxd at all? I am on Letterboxd. Uh, I've got to, I mean, I, it's funny because uh, I shared it with uh, Chad Harbold, one of our producers, and he's like, dude, he's like, you don't log everything you've seen because you've talked about more movies than you have logged on here. And I'm like, I know. <laughs> I, I mean, yes, I am on there. It's uh, under Tom Cody. <laughs> so if you want to check out Letterboxd and see, you know, my ramblings and uh, fragmented things when I remember to use it. Yes, it's there under Tom Cody as the user. That is a character from Streets of Fire, by the way. Which were which one's you? Oh, wait. Oh, that is you. That you is. got alien. You have aliens in your favorites. How come I don't follow you, dude? What the? I don't know, man. Why don't you follow me? <laughs> I'm following you now. I, you know, it's here's the thing. I know you well enough to where I can look at this and go, "Oh, that's you." Okay, I don't even have to look at the face, even though it doesn't look anything like you because you get your hat and your head turned down. <laughs> it happens. Uh, to live and die in L.A., Jaws, Cool Hand Luke, and Aliens. I mean, that's the Aliens one surprised me. I thought we didn't. I thought we talked about that for some reason. I thought you were. It was a lesser movie for you, but uh, you know, I mean, it's here's the thing about. I, I have a love hate with that movie. Um, I do. I do. Lo- I just have seen it too many times. Way too many times. I don't like the director's cut of it. I like the theatrical version of it. It, it, but it's funny because like it's funny that they chose that movie as one of my favorites. I don't think that I did when I set it up. I think it just randomly or maybe it picked that. I don't know. Maybe I don't remember how I set it up, but I think it was supposed to be alien, <laughs> not aliens. But I just I, I've been too lazy to fix it. I mean, I don't hate it. But uh, yeah, I mean, there's things about it I love. And then there's, you know, I've just seen it so many times. It's like it. Yeah, the luster. And I also kind of like Alien 3 more than I like Aliens at this point. Um, there's a lot to like about Fincher's movie. I really, you know, you can you can tell what his choices were and you can tell whose choices <laughs> came from the studio. Oh, yeah. Um, totally. But I, I have more of a, I've always had more of an affinity for Alien 3 than other people do. I just, you know, I, one of the, I have a hard time getting past them killing off Newt and everything right in the beginning. I mean, I understand the situation. You really can't have this little girl running around on a planet full of <laughs> degenerate lifers that are so such the bad type of person that you you put them on a prison planet. <laughs> you know what I mean? Oh, yeah. I mean, I also, I was bummed that, like, Hicks is dead. But, I mean, you, you, know, you knew well, that's that what was, was kind of coming anyway. Of yeah, because, yeah, the whole thing. That was, we'll, we'll talk about that weirdness at another time, too. Likeness yeah. rights and all that fun right. shit. All right, so enjoy the rest of your week. Again, Stolen is hitting your Patreon on uh, 
Thursday, maybe earlier. I mean, it's basically done. I just haven't put it up, and I might just throw it up there. But come on, it's a commentary track. You're not going to watch it until you have a day off anyway. But whatever. Right. And uh, the infamous Silver Bullet. Let's see if we can, we, we can actually live up to the hype. If you end up hearing a recorded version of uh, some people that actually know how to speak properly about a movie, then you know I just gave up and just put something else out there. Yes, but indeed. No. All right. Well, cool, man. Uh, yeah, I'm going to, I think I'm going to go take a shower and go back to bed. <laughs> That's a good idea. I got to go uh, take a shower and go to work. Woohoo. All right, man. Woo-hoo. Well, there we go. Word. Later. Cool, man. Cool, man.